0: Welcome along to the Kent Online podcast and we're going to be chatting today about the idea of children maybe going back to school in June at some stage or another and I'm delighted to be joined on the podcast today by Lauren Abbott who's the editor of My Kent Family. Hi Lauren. Hello. Thanks ever so much for chatting to us today. It really is the debate that's um, kind of caused a bit of a divide between the government, teachers and parents at the moment hasn't it?
1: I think it really has. I think um, teachers, um, unions, um, political parties are all sitting one side of this fence or another. And probably parents, a lot of the time, probably find themselves in the middle.
0: Certainly on my social media feeds with other mums and dads, it's the one thing that they've all been talking about.
1: It's not its
0: not an easy decision to make, is it? Because we're very much in the dark, particularly about individual schools' plans and how they're going to set everything up. I mean, what are the sorts of things that you've seen and heard?
1: Yeah, and I think it's worth saying that Before we get any further it's an incredibly difficult decision for parents and obviously um, parents will only and can only do what is right for them and that will be um, their own work circumstances, their children's school, their year group and also I think how they feel their children are coping with lockdown at home and whether that will sway their decision as to whether they feel that they would benefit from returning.
0: Um, it is only certain years that the Prime Minister has suggested go back to school, maybe in June, if all the facts and figures that the government provide us with kind of match up to what they want to happen. So it's years R and 1, years 6, and then maybe years 10 and 12 as well. Um, chat to us a little bit about the significance behind those years in particular. Do you think about them going back?
1: Yes, yeah, so obviously um, for Year 6 pupils, the government feel that with um, no secondary school transmi- transition um, session, so no induction days, no visits to the schools that these children are set to start at from September, they're concerned that they do need, from both an emotional and from a academic point of view, that they would benefit from some final weeks with their teachers. That's to talk about the move, um, to wrap up their time in primary school, um, or to do, um, the government says, sort of final catch-up work with maths and English, where there might be some gaps in their knowledge and teachers feel that before sending them on that they can sort of mop that up and put them in a better position for September. But in terms of Year 6, the planning guide from the government has already outlined that um, what they describe as end-of-term traditions are going to be highly unlikely. So any parties, residential trips, um, sleepovers in school or anything that the Year 6 pupils might ordinarily have looked forward to, I think it's safe to say with social distancing um, and concerns about spreading the virus, those aren't going to happen
0: yeah absolutely Um, we talk about year six in particular because i kind of have a bit more of an interest in that because my daughter is in year six i'm actually going to put her over to you so she can have a bit of a chat because she is in that situation where literally everything she was looking forward to at school has been cancelled so um, we're going to hear from ellie about what she thinks so if lauren if you want to say hello to ellie
1: hi ellie hi difficult one for you because I know that if you go back it isn't going to be like the school that you were used to apart from anything you could be separated um, away from your friends so does that make you more reluctant to return
0: I definitely don't want to return to school because I don't really want my last memories to be very different
1: And I think as well, if you're being put into groups of 12 or groups of 15, there's every chance that you could be with um, people that you don't necessarily mix with the rest of the time. Yeah,
0: definitely. And our classrooms are way too small to even fit that many children in.
1: How do you feel about going to secondary school in September without having returned to primary school? you Are feeling quite brave about that? Yeah, I'll be fine with that. You're a superstar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Ellie has made it quite clear from quite early on, that she's not overly keen on going back, mainly because, as she said, she doesn't want to go back to an unfamiliar setting because she's been Ye- at that school since she was in Year R. She knows exactly what it's like. And it is going to look very different, isn't it, for schools when they reopen?
1: I think it is, and I think one of the... um things that the government have been quick to highlight at the top of the planning guide is that they will be teaching in groups um that are smaller so that could be um with classmates that maybe in friendship groups you don't necessarily mix with and because of the smaller groups it also means that perhaps you may not be with a teacher that was your original teacher or a teaching assistant that was your original teaching assistant um, so i think it In the consideration of Year 6 pupils, yes, going back to make the most of those final friendship groups and what have you probably may not happen anyway. And they wouldn't necessarily be with the people that they were familiar with when they left in March.
0: Now, let's um, talk a little bit about Years R and 1, particularly for Year R. They've practically only just started school and now they've had this massive gap. I should think for a lot of parents, dealing with going through all of that again and getting the children ready to to go back to school is going to be quite testing for them I mean especially if you had youngsters who were in the first place not keen on starting school.
1: I think that's going to be really difficult. And I think there's a lot of concerns for the early years. We know that the government have said they're bringing them back um, because if they don't um, build on the foundation sort of very early on, then it can impede their learning as they go through the school. So I know that there's a sort of urgency to make sure that this group in particular don't miss out on too much learning. But yes, they have been at home a long time. Um, And I think that the anecdotal evidence is that some children have regressed. And I don't mean regressed in terms of ability, but obviously have got exceptionally used in the last eight weeks to being around family being around parents and I think anybody who remembers their children starting school at four or five there's always a you know a few emotional days or weeks at the start where they don't want to go in and you're either peeling them off or sending them in sort of teary and I think for parents if they don't need them to go back whatever concerns you've got about the virus to one side trying to reintroduce a four-year-old to school having had eight or nine, ten weeks off um, for the benefit of one month, probably makes a lot of people wonder whether it's actually worth it. And throwing into that, um, the consideration of social distancing. I mean, my daughter is six, um, and I've already noticed that she's got definitely more clingy than she was when she was, you know, an independent learner and going off to school. Because Although people say this is like an extended school holidays, of course it's not. These children ordinarily would be in holiday clubs if I was at work. They'd be staying with relatives. They might go for a sleepover at grandma's. There's an element of independence, even without school, that they can foster in just being kids out and about outside. But she has been against my elbow for the best part of nine weeks now. And I think if she has to return to school... Um, with social distancing we might have to sort of brush her in with a broom um, because I'm not sure um, you know if someone can't take her by the hand and encourage her that's going to be really difficult and she's six almost seven she's not four so I would imagine prior to September that's a really tough choice for, for early years parents.
0: Yeah I've noticed that as well actually even with a year six it's um, it's been a, a, a little shadow around but I guess that's just because they want familiarity at the moment and reassurance, which although you can give that to a certain degree, we can't give it one hundred percent about anything at the moment, I suppose.
1: No, and I think that that you are their company. That's the you know they, as much as they can FaceTime and obviously Messenger their their, their friends or whatever else that they choose to do. Um, the only company that they they really have is is parents, and so of course you've spent a long time with them playing and and doing schoolwork, and of course that's wonderful and 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 that's magic for them, particularly for the parents who. You know, have a lot of time to do that but I think in terms of reintroducing them to a school environment and expecting them to be more independent and actually probably be even more independent than they were when they left in March because of social distancing because of smaller groups because of the fact that teachers probably will be reluctant to always come to their aid straight away they're probably going to need to go back and be a little bit more independent than they were maybe even used to in March so perhaps even a bigger ask than it was um, at the start of the term. Absolutely now we've been speaking to clinical hypnotherapist Karen Wells
0: she actually specializes in um, dealing with children and kind of making sure that they've overcome any anxieties and things she's given us some top tips here's what she had to say.
2: Their routine has changed a lot at the moment, um, and they would feel anxious for the same reasons that us adults feel anxious as well. When our routine changes, you know our subconscious starts to set off alerts because something's different, something's not right. So our fight or flight response can kick in a lot more than usual when something changes because we don't naturally know how to react. So children thrive on routine as well. Um, in general they they like to know the rules and when all of that's taken away from them it's kind of a bit like well where where do you go now so that's can make us anxious the same as adults you know adults when you have your job taken away and everything you have to build a new life a new temporary life because at some point we will have to start getting back to normal which in turn will start to make us anxious again
0: (laughs) So we have got a couple of weeks before we're going to know for sure what decisions have been made. I'm sure this debate is going to rage on over the next couple of weeks,
1: don't you? I think it is. I think it's really going to rumble on. And I think depending on um, what your circumstances are at home will then start to dictate how you feel about it. And I don't envy, really, if I'm honest, the early years or the year one or year six parents. My children are year two and year four. Um, So I feel like I'll have the benefit of as awful as it sounds, of seeing how it goes for those other year groups before I get to make a decision. Um, And in some ways that's awful that, you you know, those sorts of parents who perhaps are the younger year groups perhaps feel that their children are being experimented with whilst the rest of us sit back and see how that pans out but um, the government will say that those children are are obviously less at risk or you know are are less seriously ill with the virus and if we hope that that transmission rate is driven right down um, then then that will be successful but I think it's a really tough call for those for those first parents to try and decide whilst a lot of the others obviously will have the benefit of hindsight and to see how it goes for those first year groups before like you say maybe making a decision about the beginning of July or whether they'll come back for a couple of weeks just before the end of the summer term, we have a bit more time to, to sit and watch and wait and, and see what it see what it does. But I think for those teachers and those pupils expected to be first back, um, that's a really tough call.
0: Be interested to see how they uh, sort out socially distancing on the school
1: run as well. I mean, that's, that's a whole other thing to sort out. It is. And if you read the planning guide from the government, um, although they accept that amongst the youngest pupils, they do say that they appreciate that it will be very difficult for children to sustain and maintain the two metres away, there are a level of um, notifications for parents, like you say, in terms of the school run, where schools will be required to ensure that parents don't congregate outside, that there will be staggered pickup and collection points and to try and not allow a situation where, as you say, adults are waiting in playgrounds or in car parks um, in great numbers. Um, waiting to pick up their children because of course we've all been deprived if that's the word you want to use of social contact for so long I think it would be easy to suddenly fall into quickly into that trap of seeing six or seven very familiar faces and standing there for an hour's natter Um, particularly if we haven't got sort of work or whatever to get off to so um, there is a concern about what they will do about the adults dropping and picking up and that Yes, there'll be strict obligation on parents and the schools will need to monitor it by all accounts to make sure that, like you say, there's not that sort of school run situation where people are amassing in big groups. Absolutely. Well, we've, as I say,
0: we've got a couple of weeks to wait to see what happens. I'm sure individual schools as well are going to make their own decisions. There's not going to be one blanket decision for everyone, is there?
1: No, I don't think there is, and I think we've already seen a little bit about it um, come out already. St Peter's in Aylesford have already suggested that for its youngest pupils, which is reception and year one, that they will be split into groups of eight, and they will come in to do um, about an hour and a half of literacy and numeracy, and then they will leave, um, the classroom will be cleaned and resources sort of swapped over, and then the next group will come in, and I think that for that school they feel that that will be... You know, the safest way or the only way to keep pupils and teachers as safe as possible. Particularly in my children's school, um, for reception, they're looking at alternate mornings only, um, and children won't come into school in the afternoon. And that will enable um, deep cleans of the classroom for the smallest pupils to happen, so that they'll just do alternate mornings in the morning, they'll go home for lunch. Um, and then there'll be the opportunity to clean the classroom in the afternoon properly in readiness for the next group the next day so I think whatever setting that you perhaps are sending your children back to it's unlikely even in in a time frame to to be anything like full-time school as we were used to absolutely
0: our new normal is probably going to change ever so slightly into another new normal (laughs) we'll have to see how it pans out
1: yes we will and of course you know no word about what this will look like in September I've I've debated at home whether you know, our children better off, or my children, I'm obviously not making a decision about anyone else's, having a go at it. in july when obviously there'll be a lot more outdoor time a lot more outdoor learning because if this is how it will look in september i'm not sure if i would sort of prefer them to um, have a sense of it even if it would only be for a week or two prior to throwing them into it in september when obviously the weather could be very very different and they might be required to maintain a lot of social distancing indoors whereas i know the emphasis for a lot of schools if this nice weather holds up was that they'll be able to do a lot of outdoor learning to accommodate the restrictions that are in place and yes I do wonder whether you know a little bit of an introduction or a bit of an insight for them as to what it might be like for a week or two whilst they can be outside a lot whilst they probably would be in smaller groups than they will be if everybody returns in September is is perhaps a consideration for parents it's going to be an interesting
0: time, Lauren. Thanks ever so much. I know I'm sure it's a subject we'll be talking about again in future, um, especially so. if they do go back and we'll see how they get on. And uh, Thank yeah, you. as you say, it's going to rumble on until September. I, we'll see what I happens think it really then. will. Definitely <laughs> until September. <laughs> thanks ever so much. Take care. You're welcome. <laughs>